The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about B2B communication strategies. Joining us is Craig Klein, who is the president and CEO of SalesNexus, which is a comprehensive solution for CRM, email marketing, automation, and lead generation for companies of any size. SalesNexus helps its customers with prospecting campaigns, lead generation, and the measurement of the metrics that matter the most. Yesterday, Craig and I talked about how to create B2B campaigns that actually get results. And today we're going to continue our conversation talking about how to use email as a sandbox for your marketing strategies. All right, here's the second part of my conversation with Craig Klein, president and CEO of SalesNexus. Craig, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Glad to be back. Thanks, Ben. Always a pleasure to connect with you. Yesterday, we talked a little bit about understanding which of your emails are not only performing with your email metrics, but figure out which ones are actually connected to revenue. Email is obviously one of the most important channel for B2B businesses. And sometimes the emails that are actually driving your bottom line aren't the ones that you think. There's another useful way to take advantage of email, which is using email as your sandbox for marketing strategies. I think most people would think that email is part of the marketing strategy. Tell me how email can influence the stuff you're doing outside of the inbox. So we work with a lot of B2B sales teams. So that can be sometimes startups, but it sometimes can be longtime established businesses that have been really sales driven for a long time, but now they're trying to move into the digital marketing world, sort of finding their footing there. And I see them really spin their wheels a lot for a while, because just like anything, there's a lot to learn before you really get to be an expert. And so what we've found is that, you know, if you compare, for instance, you could go and your digital marketing guy might say, well, you know, we can start a pay-per-click campaign and we can spend $5,000 a month for a few months and gather quite a lot of data and we'll start to get things tuned in and figure out what works. And, you know, maybe in six months, we'll really start to see some ROI on that investment, which, okay, that's a reasonable strategy. Six months is a long time to return on a PPC campaign, but I hear you. But for a B2B company, there's so much variability in What's going to happen after that lead converts from a Google point of view? Now they got to convert as a sale for the sales team, as a customer for the business. And trying to get those two things working right, that's the hard part. 
So that's where I see email marketing being so valuable because it's such an easy and affordable sandbox for you to play around in. If you're a longtime established business, then you've got a list of past customers, past leads and existing customers. And so you can take all those lists and start testing some campaigns. And it might take you a few days to put together the campaigns and the emails and orchestrate all that, but you're going to get data immediately. And first, you're going to look at the opens and clicks and all that and see if the email performed. But then you're going to watch what happens with the salespeople. Do they close any of those deals? Once you start to get that feedback, you can go back and make some changes to the campaign and do it again. And there's almost zero incremental cost other than a little bit of time, right? Whereas in an AdWords campaign or really any digital platform, you're going to have to rerun those ads and spend the same amount of money you spent the first time. So the idea here is a email, you're not paying on a per impression basis like you would for your advertising. B, that email, you're going to be able to collect your data faster than you would in a performance marketing campaign. Right. And it's more directly connected to your sales data as well, especially in our platform. It's all in one place. So that makes it easy, but it's just easier to marry those two data sets. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. You know, there's a challenge with email, which is you actually have to do the email collection. So I think of your performance marketing efforts, you're going to be able to go reach out and discover and find net new leads, or you can do things like retargeting people that have already shown an interest in your products or services, retarget the people that are on your website, but you don't have to go through the process of capturing PII, somebody's email address. So when you think about testing and figuring out what marketing strategies work, it seems like you're in the camp of saying, well, you should be testing with email because you know who those people are and it doesn't cost you anything as opposed to testing on people that you don't know that you have to pay for. I'm kind of torn between the two. Am I interpreting what you're saying right? Yeah, you're right. And of course, there's for different businesses, the former is not really an option, or at least it's not the strategy that they're really focused on. In other words, you may be trying to break into a new market or expand into new territories or something like that, where you don't have a lot of existing email addresses. That's an issue you've got to address. You can acquire lists. And if you do it right, and you do it in a careful way, it can be a great way to test your messaging and things like that. You can also run digital campaigns for the AdWords or whatever for the express purpose of building an email list, right? And doing further testing. So it depends on the business. But the other thing that I've seen work really well is if you have a list that you think represents sort of your ideal customers, like your best customers, then there's services that can do sort of lookalikes on those lists for you and help you start identifying them so that you can reach out to them via email, phone, LinkedIn, whatever. Yeah, I think that's one of the powers of email. And and honestly, I think it's one of the ways where you can use email to drive efficiencies and test with your marketing is you're running marketing activities to people that you know look like your customers. 
And often we're thinking about email as an opportunity to directly sell to somebody that has shown an interest in the products or services. But really what you can do is take the email addresses of your customers, of your target profile, of the people that you have a high degree of certainty are going to convert and go use the power of artificial intelligence through Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, every performance marketing platform and say, go discover more people that look like this, that follow this profile. Yeah, there's several different ways to do that. And it's super valuable. In fact, just going through that exercise a lot of times, again, it'll give you insights into who your best customer really is. You know, you might be sitting in conference rooms with your marketing team, kind of drawing that persona on the whiteboard and making some assumptions. And you perform this kind of lookalike analysis and you realize there's common themes there that you had never picked up on that are more easily identifiable. For instance, it's great to say, yeah, I always want to talk to the VP of production at the customers that I deal with. But the problem is people don't always have the same kind of titles. They always have different ways of stating those titles. It might be more easy to identify things that you would never have guessed, like 50% of our customers have an advanced degree, a master's degree or something like that. Okay, well, that's interesting. We can use that now to better target and really get our message to the right people, we're going to have the highest ROI. Yeah, I think that there's one last way that you can think about using email to support your marketing efforts and understand what's working. We talked about, well, look, email is cheap and easy. You can reach out to the people that have shown an interest. You can create lookalike audiences based off of your email. And you're talking about enriching your data and figuring out what are some of the common threads amongst your most high-profile customers. Email is an easy channel to use to gather that data. And you know what the trick to doing it is? You take the email address of your 10 best customers and you compose unique emails and you schedule a meeting with those people and you ask them questions about the products or services that they're interested in. Email is not only a form for marketing, but you can also do your qualitative customer research by just reaching out to your customers. This is not rocket science. Mm -hmm. Email is powerful because it gives you access to communicate, to talk about things outside of selling. You can actually ask your customers questions and they will give you the answers of what is important to them. You aggregate that data. And now you have a picture of who your customers are and what their interests are and how you can help solve their problems. Email is a great way to actually reach your customers and ask them for their feedback. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it sort of sits in a unique place between marketing and selling, right? It's more of a relationship tool than a lot of other marketing media. But also, like we started with, it's just so much more affordable in the long run that you're crazy not to use it to experiment and learn. I absolutely agree with you. It's one of the things that we're focused on this year at the MarTech podcast is we're blowing out our website. We're focusing more on we're going to be building and relaunching our newsletters. And part of the reason is so we can capture some emails and better understand who our customers are, better understand what their needs are, and also have the ability to reach them. And that's why email is such a powerful tool, not only for direct communications, but for all of your marketing efforts. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Craig Klein, President and CEO of SalesNexus. In the third part of this interview, which we'll publish tomorrow, Craig and I are going to talk about including SMS marketing in your B2B campaigns. 
If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to get in touch with Craig, you can click on the link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is Craig Klein, C-R-A-I-G-K-L-E-I-N. Or you can visit his company's website, which is salesnexus.com. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our once a week newsletter and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.